Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, presented by Betches Media. This is an exploration of all pop culture. From the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. We're looking at you, Tom Sandoval. Folks, welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your pal Ryan, and this is your Monday episode. We have a pop culture roundup with the one, the only Sophie Ross. She had a couple of mimosas, so she is on fire, fire today. Uh, I hope everybody had a great weekend. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I was a presenter at the the Crappy Awards for Watch What Crappens, and that was a blast. I will tell you all about that on Tuesday's episode. We're going to get right into it today because your boy is beat and i am trying to watch the season finale of true detective if uh if i were to be telling you the truth uh, i really want to see what happens to good old jodie foster is anybody watching that show i think i can't tell if i really like it or it's just been a while since i watched it scripted television because i watch so much reality television my brain is uh my brain is just pudding at this point from watching reality television so i started watching true detective earlier this week and i binged like all five episodes and i was like wow and then i was like i can't tell if this is really good or I'm just used to watching too much reality television. Do you ever, you, you know that what I'm talking about, but we talk all about television in this. We talk about Love is Blind, which we binge those first six episodes that came out this past week. We talk Vanderpump Rules and some drama and some rumors going on around in there. We uh, we talk about uh, Jennifer Lopez's new movie. We talk about the traitors. We, we, we talk about it all, folks. And I want to remind people, we've got a big week of Bravo coming at us once again, as we always do. Let's see, what is up this week on Bravo to set your DVRs for? So this is the lineup right now. We have Monday night, tonight, we have the, uh, the old uh, Below Deck. Now, tonight, we had uh, Real Housewives of Potomac and Married to Medicine. Tuesday, of course, the, uh, Vander- the the Vanderpump Rules. And then on Wednesday, we had the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills finale. We also have the Real Housewives of Miami finale. Real Housewives of Miami having a killer season. Uh, then on Thursday, we have Southern Hospitality, which I talk about with Sophie in this episode. So we have the reunion on Thursday. And then directly after that, we have a premiere of Summer House, the new season, which if you've seen, the, the first seven minutes are already out there if you watch that, but it's going to be wild because it's going to be our first glimpse of the dissolution of Carl and Lindsay's relationship, but we have new characters we're being interest, introduced to. We're going to see what everybody was up to in the spring before the summer of the Summer House, so I'm interested to see what this is going to be about and if it's going to be one of those just kind of bad vibes from the beginning because we know what's coming, kind of like uh, the movie Titanic. We know how it ends. It's bad. It's bad. So can they provide a really entertaining season? Uh, Nonetheless, I'm really, really excited to see what it's like, but I don't know if I can take the much more heartache, right? Like it's so everything's dark right now. Vanderpump rules, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Uh, I mean, uh, just a lot. 
a lot. So that's what we have coming up on Bravo. Plus this week on Lifetime, we have the uh, Where Is Wendy Williams uh, docuseries. It's a two-part docuseries. It's going to be coming out, I believe, February 24th and 25th. Uh, so much good TV, but we'll be talking about that all week long. So tune in to each episode. we got some interviews coming up this week. I might be talking to somebody from The Traders. Oh, God, I love the traders. Also, I want to let people know I did two episodes on the Patreon this weekend. On Friday, I released uh, an interview with Jenny Blaze at uh, Bravo and Blaze, the podcast. Uh, we had a great conversation about the traders, Vanderpump Rules, Bravo in general. It kind of went all around the map. Great conversation. And then yesterday, I also did like an hour and a half like a full kind of recap of the traders where I get to practice my Alan Cumming imitation. Uh, but, but before that, we also talked love is blind, uh, and like some Jack's rumors and things like that. So it is, it's a great Patreon episode. So you can find all those at patreon.com forward slash so bad. It's good. And then, yeah, let's get into this right now, folks. I hope you have the best week ever. Uh, this week is whatever you want it to be, whatever you make it. And uh, yeah, let's start it off. Here she is, the one, the only, Sophie Ross. Elevating my style used to mean breaking the bank. But with Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at prices I can actually afford. Now I can upgrade my style by snagging killer luxury essentials that sync with my vibe and my wallet. You guys know I've got a blue linen blazer. Now I have a black leather jacket and I have my eye on this Italian suede trucker jacket. I think that's going to be my next purchase. So Quince creates timeless essentials that never go out of style. You're going to have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, iconic 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow-knit activewear. With all Quince items, everything is priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. How do you not love that? So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. If you're a wine lover like me, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, I get to discover new wines I'm guaranteed to enjoy. That's because First Leaf gets to know your unique preferences. To start, all you have to do is answer a few quick questions on their website about what flavors that I like, how often I drink wine, and if I prefer red, white, or rosé, or a combination. Now, based on my answers, First Leaf curated an amazing selection of wines just for me. And when I rate those wines, my wine selection gets even more tailored. You guys, I have to tell you, I got a free shipment with them, but I kept my membership going because I liked it so much. I swear to God, I got this great Sangiovese. I got a Malbec. Uh, I did get a Rosé as well because I have a combination and I am loving it. Best of all, I get to choose when I want my box delivered and how often I get new assortments of wine. Being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has its perks. As a member, I get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. Plus, I get member-exclusive pricing on every order, so you can continue to order the ones that you love. So, join the club today with me and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. 
Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash so good to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash so good. Tryfirstleaf.com slash so good. Folks, she's back. It's Monday. We got an all-new pop culture roundup with your favorite, the one, the only. I'm looking at her right now, and the bling on her her ring finger, it just is so shiny because she is engaged. I'll remind you every episode. The one, the only, Sophie Ross. Whoa. I literally said to Henry the other day, <laughs> I was like, what if in our engagement photos, I was like, like Nick, Nick Vile and Natalie Joy. Uh, what by I'm way, doing uh, right what... now is doing like a middle finger, but it's with my ring finger and sticking out my tongue and going like. Yeah, so... what's the way? When is that thing that uh, I noticed girls doing a lot of pictures for the last five years where they'll be like, like they'll do the weird eyes and the tongue out? Like, is there like a handbook for things that? Wait, what? What just happened? They're just balloons just popped up. Oh my god. Wait. People are not going to even understand what's going on. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm just saying I don't even know what's happened. Like, Sophie made a gesture and all of a sudden balloons appeared on screen. I don't know if this is a new feature. I don't know, you guys. Also, like, I was having, like, a wedding planning. Like, it was, like, you know, like, heads down, like, doing guest list stuff, like, serious wedding planning. And... Then I don't know what happened. I had like a couple of mimosas at brunch. I had my laptop, had a couple of mimosas. Then we ended up meeting up with my friend. And then we had like three beers and like then like a cocktail. I'm like, I don't know what happened. I was supposed to have like a productive like day. And now yeah, by I'm the way, like, I got a, I got a text from Sophie a couple hours ago. Hey, could we push recording? And I'm like, I'm, I'm at dinner. And I was like, good, man. Come a little loose. Come. Yeah. Like have a Sunday. Have a Sunday. You deserve yeah, a, we, we all deserve a Sunday. It's basically a Saturday because tomorrow's, oh, tomorrow's President's Day. Today's President's, President's Day. Day. If you're listening to this, happy <laughs> President's Day. Happy, hey, guys. Happy President's Day out there. HPD. <laughs> HPD, baby. We all love presidents, don't we? We celebrate presidents every day. We love them. We, we, who we doesn't love, love presidents? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. Um, okay. So wedding planning is not going well. You just drank the wedding planning away today. Guys, it sucks. Like I knew wedding planning would suck, but like it really sucks. Now, like, does it no suck for Henry? Does Henry know what's going on? Like, is Henry aware of how much it sucks? Like, No. That's the thing. I feel like fellow brides out there who are in heterosexual relationships, I I'm with you. Like I I am totally with you. Like it kind of it's all on you. It feels like at least sure you know day. among the brides that I've spoken to, and <laughs> what my fiance's job is planning the honeymoon. It's like okay, that's your job, and then okay, that's one less thing for me to worry about. But first we have to get through the wedding. So has he put any, like on the guest list, has he put a kibosh on any of the guests? Like this person is definitely not coming. No, that's like mostly me doing that. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Like who is, <laughs> literally who is this? Have you, have you gotten any people pitching? Like, please invite me to the wedding. 
I don't think anyone cares that much. I feel like if anything, anything, I'm like, please come to my wedding. (laughs) Guys, we are going to be doing a listener contest. If you want to go to Sophie's wedding, uh, we're just going to need you to write a positive review and send proof of that. And you will be entered to win two round trip tickets to wherever Sophie is getting married. It's going to be great. You you have to follow at Soph underscore Ross. At (laughs) Soph Ryan Bailey. Tag three friends. Three friends like our most recent three posts. <laughs> and that's how you enter. Well, I can tell you're a copywriter. Wow, that's amazing. Um, okay. hey, so listen, I spent Friday. I thought I was going to watch two hours of this new show that came out on Netflix, and I ended up binging all six episodes that night. And I guess we can start with Love Is Blind season six because I was not expecting Love Is Blind to be as good as it is this season because they've had some weird seasons, but tell me you are not as fixated on this show as I am. Ryan, you can never like who sits down and only watches two episodes of love is blind. That's like not a thing. (laughs) No, they just kept me going. I was like, F yeah, let's do another one. Let's do another one. It's like a meme. That's like, I'm just going to have like one glass of wine at happy hour. And then it's like me at 3am. Like that's literally like all of us with love is blind. Like you're It's like Sophie. It's like Sophie doing wedding planning, just having one mimosa. And then the day completely gets away from her. But I only did because I already finished the last the batch of love is blind episodes and i watched them twice already i would not so have you're done saying if if netflix had released more love is blind episodes you would not have had more drinks today no i'd be okay, like so, okay yeah. i need to watch i need to watch lib <laughs> live love is blind so love is blind is so good this season i just want to like let everybody know out there as somebody i've always been compared to megan fox like I've always said, people have told me you look like Megan Fox. So there is a character on this show. What's her name? The, the Chelsea. Character? Chelsea. Chelsea. Chelsea makes this mistake with this character Jimmy in he the was- pods. And Jimmy is just such an average guy. I'm so sorry, Jimmy, if you're listening, but he is such an average guy. And she makes the mistake. They kind of talk about looks and he says, hey, you know, uh, who have you been compared to? What do you, And she's like, I don't know. Like some people say Megan Fox because of like the hair and this. And he goes, Megan Fox. Well, that's not Hey, that's pretty good. And so you can tell that's always in the back of his head because he's also dating this other girl, Jessica, who actually kind of looks more like Megan, way more like Megan Fox. She does. And, I mean, she- I mean. Uh, uh, but the thing is, then they come out of the pods and she doesn't pick Jessica and Jessica's livid, has an amazing speech at him. Like you are going to literally choke when you see, you know, you when you will see need what you did. You need a heavy pen when you see oh. what I, what you missed out on. I have like a lot of thoughts about this. First of all, Chelsea, like completely set herself up for failure, obviously. Yes. By comparing herself obviously. to Megan Fox. And she also was the one who brought it up. She was like waiting, waiting to, she was like, do you ever get compared to a celebrity before? He was like, uh, and she was like, for me, it's Megan Fox. Like he didn't even get to like answer. And she was like, but it was, or no, she was like, for me, it's um, MGK's wife, girlfriend. She was like playing coy and pretending she didn't know Megan Fox's name, which is just like ridiculous. And then also had like a disclaimer, like it's only because I have, dark hair and blue eyes like 
Come on. Yeah, that, you know I, well, what you're doing. You know what you're doing. You're putting it in his head. And she wanted, she knew she was competing with Jessica. So she wanted to like get see, the edge over. Isn't Jessica. that the best part of this season is that they, they actually have more play at like outside of the pods where they actually talk about that. They're dating similar people. I don't remember them doing that that much in the other seasons of love is blind. Yeah. They're like really so like open about it, that they're like, you know, yeah. Trevor, Trevor is dating Chelsea and then so is Jimmy. And then Jimmy's choosing between Jessica and Chelsea and they both talk about it. And I think that Jimmy, Jimmy and Chelsea both, chose the wrong person but I think what they were doing was like wanting to win that's like the reason like Chelsea wanted to beat Jessica so she wanted Jimmy and then Jimmy wanted to beat Trevor so he wanted Chelsea instead of Jessica it was like just so dumb they clearly both messed up and I think they both know that they messed up the other thing is like Jessica as a single mom on the show I don't know how I feel about that because this whole process, this whole experiment. <laughs> By the way, they keep saying it's an experiment. Like there's actual science involved. They're like, that means the experiment is working. Like they actually act, act like this is like there's DNA testing. Like, oh, wow, this science of all of this is working. There is right. no science. You're putting people in pods. And I think six seasons in, like we know now the experiment like it's failed. Like love is not. <laughs> it's still like entertaining as fuck, obviously. Yeah. But um, like this experiment is only like what four weeks long. Poor Autumn, Jessica's ten year old daughter. Like, does she not get a say with who her new stepdaddy is gonna be? Like, she doesn't get to meet this person. Like, say that Jessica had gotten engaged to Jimmy. Jimmy didn't get to meet Autumn first. Clearly, yeah, he like Jim, had yeah. What if Jimmy was like, Autumn. "You're a horrible stepdaughter." I I wish I had known this. Be what if what if what if the stepdaughter was like a problem child? You know, it's really weird. And like, I don't know. I think just either way, like whether Jessica's tactic was, I want people to get to know me before they know that I'm a single mom. I don't know what the right way of going about it is. I think, in my opinion, I guess the right way of going about it is just not going on Love is Blind if you're a single mom or a single dad. <laughs> so, wait, well, should Netflix have stepped in and go, hey, we're not going to accept any single moms on this show? I mean, like, I just think it's weird. You, you don't know who this person actually is, and you're going to, like, potentially traumatize a child like, yeah, but that's the I name of reality it, show. That's that's like I mean, listen, I'm I'm scared for DJ James Kennedy getting the dog back next week. Graham Cracker, like it's Graham gonna re-traumatize Graham Cracker. Gra- his name's Hippie now. It's not Graham Cracker. It's Hippie. But do you know what I mean, though? Like I do know what you I do know what you mean. But I, I will like say it made it so little, fascinating. Yeah, it is. It is fascinating. This is our first like parent that's been on love is wine in six seasons it's like a totally different like dynamic like it's weird to think about like because on one hand it's like if someone is super excited about the fact that she has a daughter at home like that's weird like (laughs) you also want to like weed out the people that you know that's a deal breaker for them i think for jimmy it probably was a deal breaker but he didn't want to admit it like i don't know i well, just now i, w- I want to know i want to i want to love is blind with all single parents i want everybody yeah, to be single sure, parents on love sure. is blind everybody i want three kids four kids but you guys go to go back to the jimmy scene when he comes out and he sees chelsea for the first time and, and he like, like he keeps <laughs> the whole scene she keeps going 
by the way, this is so me coded. She's like, I'm so sweaty. I'm so sweaty. Like, he's like, you're beautiful. And then like, they're hugging. You can see his eyes. You can he see his, like, camera. you can see the, you can see the real is, yeah, it's like Jim Halpert from The Office. You see the, like, realization that she, like, oh, wait, she doesn't look like Megan Fox. And this poor girl just keeps saying, I'm so sweaty. I'm so sweaty. And he's like, it's great. It's great. It's awesome. Was, she she set herself up for failure by saying, obviously, she doesn't look like Megan Fox at all, but, like, no one does. No one is going to live up to that. And he said in his confessional, he was like, she obviously lied about what she looks like. She, uh, he goes, she, uh, doesn't look like Megan Fox. I mean, she's very beautiful and it doesn't matter anyway. Like the, the amount of times that from that point on, he says looks don't matter. Like, you know, like they keep bringing it up and then I I would no, like I would just off myself if well, I would have well, all the time and the person was like, the looks don't matter anyway, but yeah, you're, you're gorgeous. You, he goes, he goes, if you can just keep laughing at my jokes, that's all we need. Like he goes, if I can just hear you laugh like you did in the pods, that's all we need for the rest of our lives. He also was like, I, I can work with this. Like yeah, about what she looks I like. I can work with this. It's like, <laughs> what's, it's not like a beat up Chevy. It's not like you're repairing but also, the- like. I feel like Chelsea, she's so, so insecure. And like the comment about her like being sweaty and I ran like a T-Rex. She's like calling out her insecurities. <laughs> again like, and again and again. Right. Like it's just, it's so sad. It's such a train wreck to watch, which so is like you guys, they're, they're in the pods for like 10 days and then they go out and then they go out to like a, a resort and they start like getting to hang out with each other and with the other people that have been paired up and you see it just kind of like everything. It's just such a good batch of people that everything. And then on the previews for the next three episodes that like drop on Wednesday night, we see that Jessica does come back and we see that uh, Chelsea is like, you slept with her, didn't you? Like to Jimmy. Like Jimmy potentially did sleep with Jessica. I don't and know if that was if that was dubbed. I yeah, think like editing. May, yeah, like I think it may have been Laura saying that to Jeremy. Yeah, there's a guy named Jeremy that spells his name J A E R M E Y no, or something. J E R A M E Y. It has like an A in the middle. <laughs> That's like, like a huge red flag, isn't it? If you spell if yeah, you're Jeremy and you like, spell it that like, way. Give it another like syllable. Like I, and I bet he switched. I bet he switched the spelling of that name like later in life too. Jeremy. Jeremy. But Jeremy. it is just wait. What about oh? So Trevor was like the big workout buff dude, right? And he's such a sweetheart. You guys. He's like. I'm Trevor. He has like this really great way of speaking, and he's a sweetheart. Even though the love is blind, harsh lighting. Everybody has skin conditions on this show. Have you noticed that? Like everybody. Like I was like. There was some girl, like, all of a sudden on her leg, I thought I was like, hey, we should get that checked for cancer. Like, there was, like, a mole on her leg. Like, the lighting in those pods are so harsh that... But this Trevor guy, he... And by the way, if Trevor saw Chelsea, I think he would love Chelsea, even if she called herself oh. Megan Fox or not. Oh, They totally, totally belong together. Totally. That's why Chelsea, she, she fucked up. And then it sounds like when she was describing her type, because Jimmy is like dad bod blonde blonde he's not he like thinks he's way hotter than he is but when she was like my type is usually like big buff like tall dark and handsome i'm like boy do i have news for you <laughs> and, and he I seems like such how, a like, sweetheart 
There, I know, I know. He was, I saw a tweet that was like, Trevor was literally written like as a Pixar character. Like he was. <laughs> yes. Um, but like, I love how now, like, they don't even try to make it like the Love is Blind producers don't even try to like make it like normal. They're just like, okay, we're just gonna like have a party with all of the people from the pods. <laughs> so you get to see what you missed out on. Like, there's nothing like remotely like natural or normal about it. It's just like, yeah, pod squad party. The pod squad. <laughs> it's like, then, okay. Well, and then there's a scene with AD who actually is paired up with this other AD, guy. All AD day. all day. But then Jimmy. Jimmy has this conversation with AD where Jimmy was like, says he's just trying to be a nice guy, but AD kind of even seemed flirty in that conversation. And why would AD say, Oh, the guy I'm paired up with, it's great, but he's a lot. He is a lot. Like this is wild. This should be elite. This show feels illegal. Yeah, it does. It does. And then like Laura, like the whole, like, what was it? Like bean dip. Well, which, yeah, with the well, so she says bean dip, which is like a flap of the boob up and down, I guess, like bean dip, like and then Laura slap someone's boob, which I guess is like that's like a common thing in some region among like you know, like it's like locker room talk, but like for girls, I guess, and like I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't Toby, know Toby, do you do you go into locker rooms and do do girls like really flip each no, other's boob like that and I say bean dip? I didn't play sports, but I was reading about it. And apparently like, that is like a thing that's like, that's it. They didn't just make that up. Is like, this the new soaking is bean dip? The new soaking bean is dip, bean dip, like, I guess. Hey, you got to bean dip it. But it obviously with Jeremy being like, he like said it out loud to AD in front of clay. Who's 80s fiance. And was like, Laura told me to do this. And then obviously that made like an awkward moment. You were talking about like potentially sexually assaulting um, a black woman who is already being like extremely sexualized by like everyone. Yeah. Jimmy says, like, oh, look at her. She's stacked. Yeah, she's stacked. And then Chelsea clearly felt insecure. It's, just a, it. it's a train wreck. It's a mess. Um, I think like Amy and Johnny are like, the one maybe just normal couple who has no drama, which is why like I, we barely even know who they are. Like yeah. they just have no drama, but like, I don't know. We'll see. Also, what is the, I mean, I know maybe once we get to the reunion, it becomes clear. What literally is the point to Nick and Vanessa Lachey on this show? And Nothing. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not pro artificial intelligence, but like shout out to Netflix. Maybe we could just get an AI version of Nick and Vanessa. Cause I feel like they really, they just come in. He's like, I'm obviously Nick Lachey and this is Vanessa. Welcome to love is blind. And then we don't see them again they until like. They show up once every five episodes and then yes. it's like a jump scare. You're like, ah! <laughs> You're like, I'm like, I forgot you were on this. And they don't really say anything. They just tell us where we're at right now. They don't like talk to the people of like, how has it been for you? Like there's no in-between just, interviews. Just wait, just wait. Vanessa is going to have one moment where she's like, when I gave Nick an ultimatum, even though they're not on the ultimatum, <laughs> she's going to talk about it. Like shut the fuck up. <laughs> We didn't ask. <laughs> we didn't the ask, bitch. The other, I mean, I just don't like 10 days. I like, I just need to know how these pods break down because I just find, I just call like how the, 
like, is it like a hostage situation where you start falling in love with your captors? Because how, like, no matter how many conversations like happen, like, how could you possibly fall that deeply in love in 10 days? How could it happen? How? Also, like this guy, Matthew, who like was maybe oh, the serial killer? a serial killer. Like what? Like, what was that? And what then, guys, was there's that? this guy that like, he's like, like a hard nut to crack. And then AD kind of cracks him and starts having a good time with him. But then I guess he's been saying the same thing to another girl or another couple girls, even, but they don't show us that footage, which is so That's frustrating. That's weird. That's like, why don't we see that footage? I don't know. Like maybe they'll pull it out at the reunion. Like I have no idea. But, but anyways, this guy, then he's, he starts he's talking about like, he goes, huh, America loves an underdog story. Though I bet the viewers at home love me now. Like he starts talking about the viewers yeah. at home. And that's what's scary is like, because people now have watched Love is Blind, so they know how it works. And they're actually, they're already producing themselves. Yeah. He was like, America's watching. And then like, someone was like, so like, why are you here? What are you looking for, Matthew? And he's like, not to become a C-list celebrity. That's for sure. Wait, yeah. wait. <laughs> yeah. Like, we'll see, we Matthew. Know. We'll yeah, we'll see if you're doing any tummy tea sponsorship soon. So anyways, Love is Blind. If you don't watch it, you probably have been really confused this last 15 minutes, but it is highly get hop on board right now cuz you, you got three that. you got three episodes coming out this Wednesday, two episodes the Wednesday after that, and then you have the reunion. But this season is so good so far and I I mean I truly enjoyed it. The Love is Blind industrial complex the Love is Blind cottage industry is the only yeah. reason why I still, why I pay for Netflix. Really? That's, that's the one show. I swear. That and, they, that and the Liam Neeson churn, movies. They churn them out. They churn them out. Like well, they a filmed this a factory, year ago. Like <laughs> at a Timu factory. It's the, it's the fast fashion of reality TV. And like, I eat it up every time and some seasons they get it right and some seasons they don't but you know there's gonna Last be another season, season. Bad. like i mean it had some moments but it was like not as it, it, it's not as watchable as this season remember lydia and milton milton oh poor milton oh wow i need to like check up on them welfare check um okay moving on that is worth your watch you guys let's get some quick quick takes on VPR this week. Uh, a lot of people are really complaining about this show all of a sudden. And I, uh, somebody I really respect, I was watching their tick, which is so funny. Somebody I really respect. I was watching their TikTok, but they were saying, they were like, listen, I'm just like, I'm tired of seeing people's reactions to this. I'm so, I'm tired of seeing people. Like I want to see them live their lives. And my thing is like, what, what, of course we're going to see, like, this was the biggest thing to happen to them. It's consuming all of their lives. How would we, how are we going to be able to like sh gear shift out of this and actually focus on something else? Because when they do, we say it's silly and we should be focusing on Sandoval. Like I'm where, where are you at? We're only three episodes in. Where are you at with VPO? It's boring this season. It's like, there's no going but around it. It's boring. Three episodes and I in. I understand that, like, Scandaval, it's Scandaval. This is the fallout, like, three months yeah. out. Like, I get that. I think just for us, it's been, it's literally been a year of Scandaval. Like, <laughs> my nephew is about to turn one. Remember how my nephew was, like, born yes. based when Scandaval was happening? Like, my nephew's a one-year-old in, like, two weeks. It's been a year. Like, I think that we're, there's just fatigue, like, and then it's like, what's next exactly? Like, what else is there if everyone's sober now? Then like, what, 
like, what is this show anymore? If everyone's but what just if, like, what we, but what has this show ever been about? Like, I mean, what I'm saying is that it's just going to be the next, whatever the next scandal is like a lesser known. We'll pick that up halfway through the season, but the show has always been it's just that this exploded to such a great degree. It's having to work against its own success right now. Right. But also, I mean, like the sober thing and nothing against, I love, you know, when, Bravo celebrities hit rock bottom <laughs> and then decide to be sober. Like that's that's great, but that's great. That's great. I love like, it. Like I feel like that's that's the the bread and butter of Vanderpump Rules has always been like drunk, shit faced, messy, horrible human beings, and now yeah. they're all like california sober sober curious like you're telling me you're not loving seeing billy lee back on your screen are you telling me that sophie oh my god billy Billy lee's overreact billy Billy lee's overreactions in her scene she's like no tom no did did what with with a shirt oh no what chill out you're not you're you're good you're on the show chill out oh my god No, but now I'll notice that, obviously. Um, (laughs) But, like, everyone's telling me now that I finally, and trust me when I say that I've tried Southern Hospitality, like, multiple times. I think that I just need to start maybe at, like, the the beginning of season two. Like, I just cannot get into season one. Sophie, exactly. So uh, I agree. Season one is so-so. Season two, I actually just finished the tenth episode. Like I've been watching it while I've been on the treadmill, and it 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 is not classic VPR, but it's in that kind of thing where they're still so young and making such stupid choices and mistakes, right. and you don't feel guilty watching it because they're young. With Vanderpump Rules, there's an overall bad feeling because you realize they're old making the same mistakes, and then it makes you question your own life because. I'm old, you know, like, it's like, it depends on where you're at in your age range and when you're watching it. But like Southern hospitality, you kind of go, Oh man, they're so young. They're going to feel like idiots when they see this in 10 years, unless Southern hospitality is still on and they're still behaving like this. This Joe Bradley is hysterical. He keeps like, he, this guy, like, unfortunately keeps like busting out his other friends with another friend. But I got to tell you, the second season is really enjoyable to watch. It's Vander, it's Vanderpump Jr. Um, that's what everyone's saying. So I feel like yeah. there's that Vanderpump size hole in my life. And apparently Southern hospitality is like a good, you know, uh, are you coming out thing? tonight? That's the little theme song. Oh, I, well, I don't, I don't think I sang it right, but wait, wait by the way, <laughs> wait, can we do a pre, can we do a pre, can we do a pre wedding party, uh, at Republic for your wedding? Can I, can I, can I call Leva? Can I call Leva and, uh, and get a pre Republic and like have like the bottle things and see if Joe Bradley will seat us and stuff like that. Why aren't I having my, my reception there slash ceremony? Why am I not having my wedding ceremony there? Let me see if you can actually get married in the venue, but if Leva officiated and then you could have some of these crazy kooky characters pop up and then it has the big sign. That's like, you're beautiful. Yeah, exactly. They, they hold up the bottle service girls, hold up these signs with like candles. We get married like right in front of the, you're beautiful neon sign. And then it's like, that is so 2024. It's like said, the chuppah, the chuppah yeah. right <laughs> but yeah, He's breaking the glass as, as somebody's spilling breaking cranberry juice. 
breaking yeah. the glass, but it's like a can of like Taylor's, like that that <laughs> Taylor Southern Southern Charm. Southern Charm. <laughs> um, well, I was just, you you said something interesting in terms of your nephew was born right around Scandal, and I know we we're gonna do studies eventually about like kids born during the pandemic and how their first kids years of their lives. Scandal. But how about kids during, born during Scandal? We need some sort of scientific study, and then we can turn that into a Love Is Blind type TV show, and then you know talk about the scientific process behind it. Um, okay, so Vanderpump Rules. Uh, I'm still, I will never give up on this show, and I think people got to chill out. And also, I'm, you know, we're also in the Ariana. I'm like, gonna, I'm not going anywhere. Like, I'm, I'm in it. Well, did you see that rumor about Jax and Brittany oh, maybe have split up? I, I mean, I believe it. Did I not? I do not. Say be- that? I do not believe this at all. No, Why? because his show comes out in four weeks. The Valley. I think this is like weird underground. Pro- I think Jax is like you. You guys want a show? I'll give you a show. Like, hey, babe, follow my lead. I'm going to put out a cheating rumor. Just act like Wait, everything's cool. You're actually. I think you're onto something because he posted with Lori K. Yeah, Lori K. Public K. Relations, K. who is very. If you know Vanderpump, like she represents a lot of Bachelor people, a lot of Vanderpump people, but she she did a very close post with Jax where you know, very sidled up to him. And I think that's part of it too, because Lori K, like a PR person is not going, like that takes a lot for them to become part of the story. Like, I feel like something's, something's a myth. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series. From shows like Kid Nation, CBS weird Lord of the Fly style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town, to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem? The women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it all led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. And also somebody pointed out that Jax did leave a bunch of hearts on Britney's Super Bowl post or something like that. Like, it's not like, cause they're like, Oh, they're living in separate houses. Her, like he also posted her, like, I think like last week when I actually like investigated, I was yeah. like, I don't think this is right. Yes. But it's, I, the audience picks up on it immediately and gets excited because they're like, Oh, are we going to get old Jax back on the show? And guys, don't worry. You're going to get old Jax back on the show just by like, just by osmosis, like it'll happen eventually. No, but like, just by accident, J- Jax yeah, just, just existing is just old it's, it's it's gonna be a Jacksident. It's accidentally. Jax, he's yes. the same 
sucks. But I think he's trying to kind of get people talking about the show and him. And I think Britney's like, okay, Jax, I'll take your, I'll trust you, but this doesn't feel right at all, Jax. This doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. We got a son. If I have to see that fucking commercial. Valley trailer. trailer One more time where it's Jax putting on his like scare. Remember how you had to like explain the punchline? Yeah. He's putting on like racing gloves. I was like, what the fuck is a racing glove? Like you just made that up. What is that? Yeah. That's the one manly thing I've made up. Jax, if you don't get back in here. Jax, you better take out the trash. You good for nothing. You good for nothing, Jax. Um, I like, listen, I'm going to watch the Valley regardless. I don't need fake cheating rumors. Like just give me the reality of it. Even if it's boring, I'd rather watch boring reality and judge it on that instead of Jax trying to produce a show that he can get a second season on. Like I want it to be somewhat real. Right. And also the trailer, like, what is the show actually going to be like? That's what I said. Stop. Stop giving us these, like the same preview, like each week on Vanderpump Rules, give us 10 seconds of a scene, like just one scene, 10 seconds. I just want to see the characters in motion. Oh my God. Give me Kristen and his name, like Charlie or something. Oh, her, her, uh, Kristen's boyfriend, Luke, Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Luke, Luke. Yeah. Well, 10 seconds of just Kristen and Luke, like having a conversation like that will be fascinating to me. So I think there's no truth behind the Jax rumors yet. Um, but we also have DJ James Kennedy rumors afoot now um, about Ooh, past behavior it. and Kristen Doty and Luke on her podcast, Sex and uh, and uh, What Else Matters, I believe it, it's called, which is, you sex know, she's great. Yes, I want sex and candy. <laughs> yeah, Marcy Playground. Um, but <laughs> she... There's always been these like kind of alluding to the DJ James Kennedy potentially. Um, I don't know how to say this, you know, like, tr- like, you know, got physical potentially with Chris and Doty. And Basically, there's also yeah, been accusing, accusing him of domestic violence. And there's always, always been kind of like this thing, even with uh, the artist formerly known as Raquel, Rachel Levis, where like I remember on one of her pods, I think like, oh, I can't talk about that. That would actually ruin somebody's life or something. So we don't know. But I will say it's an interesting conversation to have in the sense of, OK, well, what if this did happen 10 years ago? What if this did like, you know, w- what should happen on a reality show if somebody says they did this 10 years ago? Like, what is the punishment? How does this come out? Should this come out? And should it be up to us to be the judge and jury of all of this? Like, if it's not on the show, should we be going into it? And it, Kristen Doty, of course, this is her own story to tell. And she said she will tell it. But I- I'm just curious where well, if this is true, part- where this goes. The first thing I would say is stop playing coy about it. If it happened, then you need to, and if you want that to be out there, which I think, you know, I think that you have a responsibility and not saying that in general DV victims, I know how, how hard that can be, but I think Kristen playing coy about it, like teasing it, like you either come out and say that it happened or you don't like which one is it? I don't like the whole like playing coy about it. I think it's not knowing James's behavioral issues and his temper. It's not the yeah, most. We, I mean, the, yeah, we saw. By the way, we've seen world. we've seen him act 
a fool on that show for many seasons. So it's not within the realm, like it's not without, there is possibility to all of this stuff. But I think right. with Kristen also, I don't want to stand up for it, but I do think that like, that's a lot. Also, if you are working for a same network, like there is a lot that goes into it that it's like, I can understand maybe being a little bit trepid. Like there being trepidation in coming okay, out because yes. any victim, any victim's going to have trepidation in coming out. But especially then when you have a show launching, you have like, I don't personally You're know right. it's like uncharted territory. You're totally right. And look, I'm team Kristen here. I really am because I, I, like I said, I believe it based on James's past behavior. But now that James is kind of like a quote unquote fan favorite and people are like, well, remember Kristen like punched him on Vanderpump. She was the abusive one. And like James, he's like trying to be better. He's trying to grow up a little bit. Like, I feel like I've got a pool. I've got a pool. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I feel like people are just now just not going to believe it. Unless Kristen actually comes out and says exactly what happens. I think that like her just kind of, I understand why there's trepidation. I think that she's not helping herself by just dropping and like being coy about it or like teasing it, like whatever it is, like just, you need to say what happened in my opinion. Well, I'm just curious. What's, what do you call it? The statute of limitations, not the statute of limitations. The, Oh my god, I sound so Victim dumb. mentality, or I'm just now guessing the, the responsibility of proving your case. Oh yes, the onus of the yeah. Whatever it is, I just mean that I feel yeah. like it's it gets harder the more James becomes like a fan favorite. You know, like not yeah. that it should be that way, but like I don't know. It's, I, I, it's well, cool. it's just, it's it's and it's so dark. It's such a delicate topic, anyways. Right. That I feel like you know sometimes reality shows and in the heat of scandal, people are just so angry that I feel like it, I'm I'm they really curious to see where this goes. Like I think that people were saying that it, it Raquel also like it's not it's not just Kristen. It might have been Raquel also. Like I I trust me. Like I'm not Team James here at all. Like, no, I, 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 I you're not coming off like you're team James. Okay, thank you, I just, thank you. No, no, you're not coming off like that. I'm just, I'm curious because I don't know what the answer is. And I'm curious when this information, if it comes right. out from Kristen, how, what happens from that point on? Like, what is the responsibility of the network? What is the responsibility of the viewer? Like, where do we go with this information? And can people change? Can people do the work? Like, I, I don't know. And like, that's the right thing. Now like this, it's unfortunately still a nothing burger. Yeah. Well, yeah. Unless it, it unfortunately, like I, I, you know, I want an abuser to face consequences. Obviously. And should this show even cover something like that? If it, if it got to that point, like, is that just too, I don't know. Anyways, anyway, we didn't, didn't even cover like why Stassi and Jax got fired and Kristen, they didn't really talk about really what happened. Yeah, did they? You're right. No, no. Yeah, I mean, they I didn't have a big conversation about it. To be able to cover something like that, or well, I think maybe they know that all. that show is probably not the best venue to have right, those types right. of conversations. Who knows? Right. But anyways, really, though, like Vanderpump Rules, very dark stuff over there. Very dark energy. And also, like at that point, it's like, what even is the show? You know, yeah. I feel yeah. like at that point, it's just like maybe we just call it. It hit. Well, its there peak. is. 
like they're not going to call it because of the ratings, but there is an element of truth to that of like, maybe these people need to go like figure out what their lives look like without reality yeah. shows. I will say this. I'm, uh, I was at the crappy awards for watch what crap last night. They're oh, awesome. Yeah. They're amazing. And I talked to one of the Vanderpump rules cast members and they, uh, they revealed to me cause I was asking like 80 questions and that, that Tom actually went rogue doing that Nick Vialli podcast, his team, wait, wait, like he didn't let like, I don't know. Somebody from Vanderpump Rules. The he only Pump Rules person. I, I, mean, I don't know. It could have. It could have been anybody. But he he did like his team didn't even know he was doing that interview. Like like that's like like Tom went rogue and like just went ahead and did that. And I was like, you know, just thinking back to that interview. Still, I just for me that ruined so much of the season. Seeing that he was still this angry, and I know he's got a new love in his life. But I feel like it kind of like cats out of the bag. Tom's angrier than ever with that interview. And I just thought, how wild is it that he's still not potentially listening to a team of professionals that are trying to help him with whatever image that he has? You know, narcissism. It's, no, dude, I looked it up. That's not narcissism, Sophie. That's uh, Lala has Lala has narcissism, dude. I know what it is. Lala has it. Um, okay, <laughs> moving on to something that gives me actually warm fuzzies and joy is this season of The Traders. Um, are you still loving this season of The Traders, Sophie? It's like literally the best show ever. It, it, ever, it's, maybe. It's so good and it's like cheesy but it's great cheesy um uh sophie are you a duchess of deception and a mistress of murder i'm a silent slur you're a uh, poverty might be a duchess of deception and like i mean how amazing and i i'm still so curious how they got one guy from like british yeah, parliament in the mix like all what reality stars and then a government official I love the tweet that was like, it's so funny that like there is a Traders UK that they could have put on, but they were like, no, let's just have him interact with Phaedra Parks. <laughs> By the way, Phaedra at the end, they're going to recruit Kate Chastain to be a uh, trader. And Alan Cumming is like, you're going to have to convince Kate to join the traitors or die. And Phaedra is so playing ball with this show. She's like, we'll make a delicious duo of murder. And she's like, oh, she boy. sneers like a wrestler. She's like, ah. That was so funny. <laughs> Whoever had the decision to cast Phaedra as a traitor, like, Hats thank off. you. Hats, Hats off. off. Oh, by the way, Real Housewives of Atlanta, they announced um, that Portia is coming back to Real Housewives of Atlanta. But I will say my I thought, oh, maybe they're going to bring Phaedra back to Atlanta. I am hearing that is not the case. They really actually do like her on Married to Medicine. So I hear Phaedra is going to stay on Married to Medicine. Who knows if that's going to turn out to be true? But that is what I'm hearing because I thought, oh, my God, now that Candy's gone, maybe they'll pull Phaedra back in. But I think Phaedra is going to stay where she's at. But this Phaedra is a star. This Phaedra is just so, it's fun to even watch her eat like short ribs. She was like, mmm, pork belly, yum. Like, it's amazing. First of all, I can't wait for John Burkow to be a friend of on Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving being here. I'm obsessed with Trishel, like, actually being right. Trishel, like, yeah, by the way, why are we hating on Trishel so much? She took the notes, you guys. Trishel has notes. She's studying her notes, but no, I love that everybody's right. like, she's she, nailed it completely. She's nailed it. She's right. She's literally the only one that is on to Phaedra, really, at this point, besides, you know, Peter now. But 
like everyone is just like shut up Trishelle like fuck yeah. you Trishelle <laughs> well, I feel like I've seen people threaten oh, Trishelle on Twitter they'd be like if you get fucking Phaedra off I'm coming for you like I'm like, like chill that's so the game and like peppermint Justice for Peppermint. Justice for Peppermint. I uh, like, I don't know. Anyways, like Peter also, he kind of got lost in the sauce, like kind of like Tom Sandoval. And he's really loving being like the head of the faithfuls. But I don't get how this Kevin is so dumb that at the very end, he's now suspecting Peter again, because I'm like, wait, and why didn't Peter just say, hey, I still think poverty is suspicious, but we need to get Phaedra out. Why didn't he tell everybody the plan? Like, I don't get how Kevin doesn't understand what they were trying to do. I don't either, but like it's so funny how Kevin's like so dumb. Yeah, it's no, it's like isn't that he great? Like the, the most so, oblivious I'm people. <laughs> stay the most like if you're oblivious, if you're Sheree Whitfield, you are going to stay all the way because nobody's going to kill you, and you're never going to know where you truly are, or what show you're on, but you're going to stay until the end. Sheree has like had ten lines, and she is going to stay until the end. Yeah, Phaedra's never gonna murder her and then also like no one thinks she's a threat or a traitor so she's just gonna like coast into the finale and probably win yeah well i i thought sheree like potentially that phaedra was gonna go to sheree to be um a traitor but i just imagine that conversation of sheree going what's a traitor wait what wait what is a traitor like what are you talking well that's what i am i'm a traitor and the faithfuls what's a faithful like i don't think sheree like when sheree shows up to breakfast i think she's genuinely surprised to see people walk in the door because she forgets where she is she's like oh Oh my God, you're here. Like, I swear to God, she almost wrote Lars's name down at the round table last week. And Lars has been gone for weeks. Someone was like, she definitely, Sheree definitely thought she was signing up for a, for an ultimate girls trip. A rugged. (laughs) She's like, where's Dorinda? Wait, I thought this was going to be sunny. It's so foggy out. Where's the beach area? There's Kevin who like writes He'll, he'll like write his own name down on the chalkboard at the round table. And, <laughs> and he'll misspell it. He'll misspell Kevin. Um, it is, but it's, but I'm, everything is so enjoyable on this show. It's like, even the cheesy parts are enjoyable. Like this Dr. Will comes from big brother. And I love how nobody really knows who he is, except for a couple of people that watch big brother. Like, like all the castmates are like, he's like, I'm Dr. Will and you're at Alan's cabin. And everybody's like, oh, cool. Yeah, like, like, they don't... Okay. yeah okay, cool. And also, like, like, why am I why am I supposed to care about Dr. Will as someone who never watched Big Brother? And also, why is he so creepy and like weird? Like, uh, what's does, his deal? He, he does. He I think they tried to get him, like they said, creep it up. It's like how Phaedra acts at the end of like the the turret ceremonies when she gets all evil. I think they told them to sure, like act why, it up a little no, bit. No, but like, why does he have like gray slick back hair also? Because I genuinely think he wears his hair that way and, and the passage See, the, time, the passage of life has gotten him, to him. They didn't tell him to do that. Like that's weird. No. <laughs> So you're just saying in general, people that slick back their hair and people that get older, that's weird. Their Wait, hair turns white. Why is his name Dr. Will? What are you a doctor I think he's of? a, I think doctor of feeling good. No, I think he's actually a, a real doctor. He but is? I didn't, watch, I didn't watch. Well, let me see. Doctor. Yeah. Like, I, I think why, he, like, why are any of us supposed to care about Dr. Will? Big brother. I know there are people that like are like, oh my God, which I obviously did research Dan's funeral. Um, oh wait, 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 wait! He's an American aesthetic dermatologist. Oh, he's, he's a dermatologist. A doc- he's a doctor of dermatology. Wait, that's—I mean, obviously, that's really impressive. And those are like, by the way, some of the highest-paid doctors are dermatologists. 
You're um, already engaged. Calm down. Oh, Dr. Will. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Will. Do you like uh, Southern hospitality, so Dr. Why, Will? Why is he on Big Brother? Or why was he, did he do Big Brother first and then med school? Or was he already was he a, a doctor, doctor already? He was a doctor already and then went on Big Brother? Yeah, I think that's. I, I, I listen, I, I I don't know. In fact, Why? people listening right now are screaming out, this is what he did. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm sorry. Please, please, big brother people. Will you DM me and tell me like everything about Dr. Will? Cause I'm fascinated. And also like, I think it is weird. I think what creeped me out about the slicked back gray hair was that he looked so young to me, but now I know it's because he's a dermatologist. He has the best. <laughs> he's the best. So he, so in essence, so he needs to find a, um, like a hair folliculist to like actually make his hair turn young again and look good. Or just like ease. I don't know what it is about his face. He really scared me. Okay. I'm sorry. He was supposed to scare you. That was the whole bit was that he was like, welcome to the creepy cabin. I mean, sure, I guess. And I love and Alan Cummins, man, putting everything into this of like, you're going to be murdered tonight. Like, I love <laughs> every line that he says. It's so great. Um, was that? <laughs> no, I was agreeing. I know. He's amazing. He's hey, incredible. Listen, I, I got to talk to you about this. Uh, you remember this character from Salt Lake City, this, uh, this Jen Shaw that went to prison? Do you remember her? Oh, my God. She is having... A better life than us. (laughs) By the way, so Jen Shaw did a people exclusive, which I didn't know you were allowed to do people exclusives when you're in prison. And she even shared a photo where they had a Barbie themed prison party and her and her bunkie or whatever. They're in these Barbie outfits and it is wild. The The headline of the article is Jen Shaw reflects on one year behind bars and poses in new photo from Barbie themed prison pageant. And this article was by our buddy Dave Quinn for People magazine. And she gives a statement to people. She looks like her Botox has not worn. Do you think she's getting prison Botox? Is this the kind of facility that has prison Botox? Because she looks she looks the same pretty much. Wait, that's so funny to think about, you know, like the prison like tattoo artists. <laughs> and like they like make their own like makeshift like tattoo things, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like imagine like makeshift prison Botox or like prison fillers. That's what I'm wondering. Well, because I I had a prisoner on the show a couple years ago, and she'd said like she had like she made makeup in prison. Like they found ways to do all of this That's stuff with what thing. they have. I've seen TikToks of that. I've seen TikToks of how they make makeup in prison. But like, how do you make Botox in prison? There's like, got to be a way there's got it where there's a will. There's a way where, and these are all like financial <laughs> crimes, like people. So they've got to have access to money still. Anyways, this is like her statement. Crimes. She gives people, she says, I have been away from my family for one year. The depth of my pain is unrelenting and indescribable. However, Throughout this painful process, God has substantially increased my humility, gratitude, and courage. Upon entering FPC Brian, which is the prison thing, uh, the prison she's at, I wholeheartedly believe that no one was suffering as badly as I was. I quickly recognize that so many women um, are here battling and overcoming circumstances for far worse than mine. Their resilience inspires and truly humbles me. She uh, continues about God, and and then oh, she says, her, "That's actually her, wait." Oh, calm, wait, Sophie. I, stop. I'm sorry, I'm stop. for it. I'm Stop. falling for it. You oh know my God. what? It, that is what that 
should be what happens in prison. Sophie, she literally a month ago was telling Heather Gay to go fuck herself from prison. Like she was saying, Heather Gay's a fucking lie. Like, wait, give me a break. I'm like, she also says, oh, she says, in my daily prayers, I ask God for the courage to realize I am worthy of a second chance through the countless therapy sessions and classes I have. God, she gets all these therapy sessions and classes there too. I am finding the courage to set my fear and guilt aside. My husband tells me every morning that I have to fight for my happiness. He said it takes unimaginable courage to smile and find joy and laughter despite my circumstances. This photo was taken nearly eight months after I surrendered. My husband's advice finally settled into my heart and I found the courage to smile, find genuine joy and laughter by participating in a Barbie hair show competition as Adventure Barbie. My Barbie team and I razzle-dazzled the real hair updo category with a fully choreographed routine to Lotto's, Lotto, Lotto's, how do you say Lotto? Is it Lotto Big Energy or Lotto, the artist? Um, I think it's Lotto. It brought me so much joy to put smiles on my fellow inmates' faces. And yes, we won our category. There is still so much I must learn while I'm here at FBC. Brian, I am grateful God has given me a better foundation to appreciate his unwavering love and blessings to fight for that moment of happiness each day. So it's a long statement. Sophie buys it. What Barbie was Lizzie Holmes? This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, Elizabeth Holmes. Well, I, I'm 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 studious Barbie. I'm a Barbie that likes to study. We did not I'm win. Invin- I'm inventor Barbie. I'm inventor Barbie. <laughs> um, what if she invents the thing that she lied about in prison? Jen Shaw is, as we speak, coordinating the murders of Monica Garcia <laughs> and Heather Gay from behind bars. That's what I'm saying. Like all this stuff, and I was like, if you could look at it a month ago, guys, she was like releasing statements from prison, like telling everybody to not slag, like, you know, keep one eye open. She is taking out hits on, yes. on them as we speak. No, I don't. Okay. I like. Also, I just wonder how much she got paid for this. Does this go towards her restitution? And like you said, the whole point of this was they are having a better That's time than question. all of us. They are having she, a better time than all of us. Isn't she not allowed to profit? Aren't you legally not I, allowed to profit from your crimes? I don't think so. But like, maybe they have it different in these higher, like lower security prisons. Like, there's like a loop, like Dave Quinn got a loophole for People Magazine. <laughs> well, obviously they went through some kind of management to get that exclusive. But the thing, the other thing is, do you think they did Barbenheimer in prison? Do you think they did an Oppenheimer night too? There He's was like, definitely like team is... Oppenheimer people that were like only excited about Oppenheimer and like <laughs> not really Barbie. The prison was like, I don't participate in Barbie stuff, but I like that she won her category. I like that it's she's like obviously. Really... <laughs> it's like, it's like the butch women in prison are like the more like Oppenheimer bros. Yeah. 
fuck Barbie, dude. Yeah, get away. Yeah, no, I love, I love the thought that they're literally doing better than all of us in there. Like this, they're doing group activities. They are living their lives. Honestly, I think the thing is, I don't want. Sounds but, sounds pretty good in there. Well, you know what? I guess like they're having such a good time that I almost don't want to hear about it because I know what I'm going through. So I'm like, I don't need to see Jen Shaw winning beauty pageants from prison. Like I don't need, like I just don't even want to hear, like how, you can win it. I just don't want to hear about it. Like, you know, talk to me in six years when you're out. Well, it's making me feel like left out. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and like, by the I way, she gonna, said, <laughs> there was a press release earlier in her, uh, when she got into prison that she was, uh, doing like she was doing, like she was teaching people how to read. And she was also going to do a play musical of like the real housewives of FPC, Brian. And I would like to know how the theater is coming along, like how that's going. Cause she did say that in a statement. And I'm just curious how much reality are in these statements that she puts out. Or Can if we they're trust just her? Like heavily, heavily spun by yeah. her PR team that she somehow still is able to have on retainer. Yeah. Um, okay. So I know you didn't watch this next one, Sophie, but I do need to tell the audience about it. Uh, if you're looking to feel like you are not tethered to the earth or have taken acid or mushrooms, oh. may I highly recommend Jennifer Lopez's new, I thought it was like a documentary or a movie, but it turns out it's like an hour and eight minute music video. And it is called, this is me now. And there is like a thin storyline. Fat Joe plays her therapist and she goes to therapy throughout this piece. But it's a lot of songs from her new album that just came out. But it is wild. Like they're all of a sudden, the, the, it starts off with telling us like this fable about this uh, man who turned into a hummingbird because a girl turned into rose petals. And so he wanted to be around her all the time. So he turned into a hummingbird. And then it all of a sudden shoots to space where they're in like a rose petal factory. I didn't even know those existed. And there's like a big piece of the rose petal factory. That's like about to explode. Is this the and Jay part? Yeah. Yeah. And JLo has to save everybody, but she saves everybody through a choreographed dance. It's like her version of lemonade, but like, I don't know. It's like, it's like a remedial. I don't know guys. It is so weird. And then it cuts to like present day. And then her, her friends do an intervention on her, but it turns out she's a love addict. So then you see her in a group of like people in a circle, like at a gymnasium doing that, like, Hey, my name's JLo. I'm an addicted to love. And they're like, welcome JLo. Welcome. And it is the, it's one of the crazier things that I've, and, I, and by the way, I was hot off watching love is blind. So I was already pr primed for crazy, but this was such a different level of crazy. And I don't know if I recommend it even, but it is one of like, I don't know. Like I, I, I was telling the Patreon, I said, if you have, if you've had a couple of drinks or if you like get like smoke the wacky tobacco, it might be worth seeing if it's like, I don't know. I just don't, I just, I don't I, even know. I want to do mind altering hallucinogens before I watch. <laughs> I know. It's, I think you do need something potentially. I don't know. One that like, you know, what I, the, what is that one thing that all like Elon Musk and like, Ben Affleck, isn't it that? You mean being that rich? Type of like drug. I don't know what I'm saying, you guys. <laughs> the mimosas have caught up finally. Wait, no. wait, are you talking? Are you talking about like 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 fancy synthetic like drugs that billionaires do? Yes. Like, what is that word? There's a word for it. It's a type of drug. <laughs> Molly, ecstasy, no, cocaine, no, no, no. hish hash, meepop, boopop. I'm just gonna make I'll sounds. Um, in any case, that sounds incredible. And I want yeah. to actually experience it. 
Yeah, you guys, it's only it's on Amazon Prime. You can watch it for free, but I just wasn't prepared. And Fat Joe is the therapist, and you can tell he was told to do things like put your hand on your face so it looks like you're listening, like a therapist would. So Fat Joe's like, how does that make you feel? And, you know, J-Lo's really acting her little heart out because you can tell Fat Joe was probably on set going, whoa, she's really giving everything she's got. I got to step up. And he wears like a cardigan, which is doing like the heavy lifting in his scenes because you're like, Fat Joe in a cardigan. That's amazing. Oh, Ayahuasca. Oh, Ayahuasca. 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 That's what I was talking about, by the way. So got it, got it, got it. That makes sense. That makes sense. So did you did you like the music? Um, I'm uh, are you going to stream the album now? No. There was one song that I was like, oh, this is kind of fun, but like, but Regardless, I wouldn't probably be the first to be playing Jennifer Lopez's music anyways. But I will I will say it is one thing people cannot take away from this. It whatever you say, it is music. It's music. It there's nobody can argue that. It is music. It they are songs. It is a visual album. Yeah, by the way, that's what I said. Everybody was like screaming for Beyonce to release the visuals, and J Lo was like, "I'll do it." And everybody's like, "Okay, okay sure." I feel bad for J Lo because she wants this so badly, and I, know. I feel like I kind of feel bad too. Should I, I like it? her? I really Should like I watch her. It, like just because I feel yeah. bad, just yeah, like pity watch her another scream. You know what? And then there's going to be people watch this. This is how it works with pop culture. We'll all kind of make fun of it, and then a month from now, people are like, "No, but seriously, that was actually amazing. It was really good." And then it'll flip. And then it'll become like a cult, like classic that kind of yeah. flopped at the time and like wasn't good at the time, like Jawbreaker or whatever. And now everyone's like <laughs> yes. obsessed with it. Well, it'll be like, can I say something? She actually really did something with that. Like that's what's going to happen eventually. She ate that one little thing. Oh, oh it'll be like mother, mother. Oh, mother. mother. Um, oh my God. <laughs> Can I also say that, like, I literally was a love addict at one point, and it's called Codependence Anonymous. Like, that literally was me. Like, wait, you were in Codependence Anonymous? For yeah. Real? Yes. Wait, are you allowed to say that if you're anonymous? Isn't it anonymous? I'm not exposing anyone. No, but like, are you even supposed to be exposing yourself? That's okay, Uh-oh. right? Wait, wait, for you, wait. You really were in Codependence Anonymous? Yeah. That's awesome. Like, so like, how do you, how, how did, like, how did you break free? Like, how does it, how does it work? Like learning how to like, just respect myself and like be independent. <laughs> I mean, how like, does that work? <laughs> like, please <laughs> teach me. How do I respect it's myself? Please. It's a journey. <laughs> I had to like be alone and be independent for a while. And I was, and. Do you still do exercise? Like, do you mean. still, do you ever have like bad thought patterns where you'll have to revisit things that you learned? I mean, I totally like would go back. I just haven't felt like the need to in a while because also with therapy, like I, you know, therapy is kind of what I do now if I'm having. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I love that. Was it your idea to do it or did somebody else like you should do this? It actually was a therapist that was like, you're codependent. You're just, you don't know how to be alone. And, and did you find it like Tom Sandoval was saying he's not a narcissist or did you go, okay, I'll check it out. Were you like, no, I I'm was not like, codependent. No, right. That literally was like being a love addict to me. Like that was, yeah. I relate to JLo in that room. Dude, that's the thing you, you really realize that's the other thing about this whole movie. You realize JLo really, it's like, you know, how Usher loves being in the club. JLo loves love. 
Like it's no joke. Yeah. And she points it out this whole hour, like the whole is hour. Cause they also, works? is that why she works at the rose petal factory? I, yes. The rose, this whole thing, it's like this really, and the thing <laughs> is like, they show her go through like three different marriages. And one of them is to Derek, uh, Hugh, how the dancing with the stars guy, he's one of, uh, the, the people she married, you know, and it's, it's bad. It's and guys. Oh, I forgot to leave out the craziest part. There is a, a thing in space called like the oracles. It's like astrology based and they keep zooming up. And it's like a team of people that like help our destinies. And it has the most bizarre batshit cast up there. You got Kiki Palmer. You got Neil deGrasse Tyson. You have Post Malone, Jane Fonda. You have um, uh, um, uh, Kim Petras. You have like, guys, it's like eight random people that have like these lines of like, what is she doing? We need to help her get away from that man. It's like, and then Kiki Palmer will be like, no, she's got to learn for herself. And they even have a line in there about Vanderpump rules. The oracles are like, did you see the reunion? I shit you not. That's in, it sounds like a me joke. They actually have a line about Vanderpump rules in the oracles. So they keep like, they'll have a scene in a song number and then they'll go back up to the oracles in space. And I don't think they filmed their scenes together because it looks like they just did reaction shots of like Post Malone looks sad. And he's like, no, because they'll just do these single shots where it makes it they're like look like they're in the same room. But I don't think they are because the dialogue's so stilted and weird. The writer of this movie. The writer. Like, <laughs> like who? What? Were yeah, you? It's- you were on ayahuasca. When they That's everybody's when making fun of Madam Webb, everybody's saying Madam Webb is such a like weird theater going experience. But I, I may I raise you I your Madam, Madam Webb, Webb based, and, based on the clips I've seen of Madam Webb, it looks really like funny. But I do want to point out, I do want to point out to people, I already can tell you that Sophie will love this movie because Sophie also loved Morbius and Morbius was in like Morbius is yes. like sharing the same DNA as the Madam Webb universe. Oh my god, I think you will genuinely. I don't even I don't think you will ironically like Madame Webb. I think you will like, like Madame Webb. I'm sold. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to see it. My friend and I were talking about, we need, she has a Regal Unlimited card and I'm always a plus one. You saw Beekeeper, the Jason Statham movie. You saw the Beekeeper? In theaters. And guys, it was so good. It's literally like, the Jen Shaw, like that's the plot. Is it's Jason Statham getting revenge on people that stole the life savings from his elderly neighbor that took care of him? So it's literally, and it's like this huge, huge like scheme. Like they, it's it's not just Jen Shaw at the top. Jen Shaw had a boss who had a boss who had a boss who had a boss. It's really interesting. And it makes you realize that these people are like scum of the earth. Wow. The the beekeeper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But now see, but that's how quickly you got fooled with the Jen Shaw. I wrote, I literally, you guys, I read one paragraph of Jen Shaw's statement. She's like, Wow, she really is learning. Like, like Sophie for being such a hard ass. Like Sophie's such a hard ass online, and then you read it, she's like, "Oh, that actually, I really love her. Actually, that's amazing. That's really Meanwhile, good for Lori her." Lori K being like, "I really, really <laughs> am taking the time." <laughs> um, okay, so uh, it, as we wrap up here, is there anything else needs to be talked about? Is there anything happening I right now? Like, I know we've missed I so many watch, things. Should I watch the J Lo? movie listen is your fiance already passed out because he's gonna hate it he's going to use front to back hate it 
Like, you know, like if he's passed out, I would say do it. But if he's, if you're going to make him watch it, it's like a no, it's, it'll cause a fight. It's not going to, it's not going to work. Okay. So maybe it's like not worth it. I just want to see like the, I want to see the rose petals. You, no, it's you, okay, like wait, wait, Titanic. wait, 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 yes. it's like Dungeon of the Titanic. <laughs> Just say, no, no, this is because the rose petal thing happens at the beginning. So just say we're going to watch 15 minutes of this because it happens in the first 15 minutes and the oracles, I think, are already in there. So you'll get a good you'll get a good taste of the batshit craziness of it. And there's a there's okay. I forgot to even leave out another part. Ben Affleck is in it as like this, like a CNN, like no, no, like a a Fox News correspondent. He has like like long blonde hair and a fake nose. And he's like. I got to tell you all the people out there what you're doing. And they kind of cut to him on the TV as this character throughout the thing. And at the very end, Ben Affleck has like the last monologue of like, we all got to believe in love. Don't we love? We love love. And I just wonder like, what is Ben Affleck? Like, does Ben Affleck like go, Oh my God, that was amazing, babe. Like, does he really think this was amazing? Or what does he really think? He'll never be able to tell her what he really thinks. Exactly. Exactly. Meanwhile, <sighs> his Duncan commercial was like brilliant. Every, I mean, well, listen, I know a lot of people that hated that Duncan commercial, but it was the one of the I top commercials. Of this. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, what did you think of Usher? Oh my God, I was obsessed with it. I was obsessed with it. And I know I that didn't it's got the roller skates. I didn't expect the roller skates. The roller skates and also the fact that he literally like was not singing like at any point at all, which I know is like, I guess that's normal. Well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, well, he was, no, he was singing. What do you mean? He was just like, he was singing very rarely because he was like, oh, he was singing- in the club, <laughs> in the club, you know? Yeah, he was singing very, it was few and far between. His I almost his wore movie. roller skates on stage at the Watch What Crappens Awards last night, but I couldn't find him in time because I was like, oh it my would God, be great if I was wearing perfect. the Usher outfit and like skating on. But yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was kind of... It was fine. I was expecting Justin Bieber. So there was a part of me that was kind of like, I know I was disappointed by the, by the no Justin Bieber. Yeah. But and otherwise, uh, like loved it. Loved okay, Alicia yeah. Keys, even though I know she like missed some notes. Well, she uh, missed that opening note and they, they showed that on the rebroadcast, they fixed the pitch on the note. So you can still hear her original, like not being able to hit that first note, but they recorrected it for the videos so that she so, did hit the note. How crazy is that? That that's like just something that we do now. Like, that's, I mean, well, I mean, like if you watch those new AI videos that came out, like what they're able to do with that, I really, I, I think we've like, I'm it's worried. too late. No, we should have like really put in strict laws. I mean, like there's no joke here. Like it's really freaky when you watch this stuff and it's not, I don't know. I like to see mistakes. I, I make mistakes like every start, day. This could like start wars. I feel like. Oh, a hundred percent. Think about it. Think about being able to punch in like your face and say, I want Sophie to say this. And they'll have a realistic yeah, looking or, video of you saying that. Or like, I want Putin, which by the way, I remember last time we talked about Putin. I was like, Putin. Like I was pronouncing Putin. it like a Putin. Putin. And then everyone yelled at me. I'm like, okay, sorry, it's Putin. What if it's like someone makes a video of Putin, like, you know, well, threatening Sophie, I mean, not to, not, to, well, not to state the obvious, though, the other way around, they interfered with our elections in 2016 so intensely, and we're about to do the 2024 new technology. 
there's no fucking way that Russia does not have troll farms already like trying to manipulate the election once again, even with more sophisticated technology. And that's what's so fucked up. Like we, you guys, like you're really, we're in for a hell of a year. You think all this Vanderpump rule stuff, like get ready, like buckle up by November. You are going to, like, it is going to get bad. So like we can laugh about JLo and BPR, but like the other thing too, just to bring it back to love is blind before we end. No. Did you see that TikTok of the girl that was like, Oh, I saw my boyfriend on Love is Blind. I didn't even know he said he was on a business trip. And she's kind of hinting that it was Jimmy. And then it's like, by the way, so this this video is out there. It got 13.1 million views, like 3.1 million likes. The thing is, it's complete bullshit. She's like, it's a complete, she doesn't even live in the same state as Jimmy. It's like a complete bullshit oh, it video. Was it's yeah, complete bullshit video. But we live in that day and age now. If somebody says something, you are so wanting to believe it that like you just Jen believe Shaw. it. Exactly. But this is yeah, even more intense. True. Somebody out there saying this shit, you know? It's true because I usually think, I don't like just believe everything I like read on the internet, but sometimes, and I didn't watch that video with sound on. Like I remember I was watching it when I was just like in bed with the sound off. Anyway, I feel like I'm usually like, why would they, if they were lying about this, why would they go to this trouble for a lie? Like just using like, you know, just reason. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome razor, you know? Yeah, I know. I know. Um, Why, why would this person like, especially if there are like a lot of details, you know what I mean? So like, was it like a account? I feel like no. I feel like that's the new thing, though. Is just people making up these. I saw it with the Usher thing too. Did you see that girl that did the TikTok where she said she was a roller skater that lied on her resume that she could roller skate, and then she got like a you see it. She has a bruise and a cast. Oh yeah. She, but she was like, you know, I showed, and she, you know, she does it like if you're just watching it. And I gotta say, like people like us, we're discerning a little bit more, so we actually look into it. But like people like my dad or people like they're out there and they really believe this shit, and they're like, can you believe that? Like I had people send me that video. Can you believe this? And you're like, look down, guys. It's like completely, it's a made up thing, but she just never says it in the video, but the video is the only thing they see. It's really scary. That is, I mean, that is scary, you guys. I'm scared. Bah humbug. Bah Wait, humbug. I, you know, you're like, you think Vanderpump Rules is bad? Wait. <laughs> By the way, oh my God, can we please get a rock the vote Bravo campaign? I'm Tom Sandoval, and this season, you got to rock the vote, dude. Elections are so sacred and important to all of us, and we need to make sure the protections and the freedoms of America are protected, dude. Like, right, like, yay, DJ James Kennedy telling you to vote. Guys night. Like, it would be amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God, please. Sophie. Please. Or Katie or Katie Maloney. <laughs> Okay. Guys, like vote, guys, I guess. Vote. I listen, Schwartz is your problem now, you guys. Like I it's not your voting is your problem. It's not mine. Just do whatever you need to do. And then Lala will be like, fuck yo, dude. No, I gotta do it, yo. Like, fuck it. Fucking vote, cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Peter's like, Can I be in this? Can I where where did I go? They just did a scene at Sir, and I'm not even in it. What's happening? And Lisa will be like, please vote. Nicolay needs you to vote for Wolf, the sexiest restaurant in Tahoe. Wolf by Vanderpump. Wolf. And Ken's like, yes, did you, I'm did, you know, did you know you could vote with Ricardo in a jacuzzi in 2020? I can't believe that. I can't believe that. <laughs> 
And they, by the way, that is another like scare. It gets funnier as like the week goes on. The fact that Schwartz is talking about his brother's like cirrhosis of the liver and like really intense things about Sandoval's dark thoughts. And then Lisa's like, anyways, we've got the sexiest restaurant opening in Soho, Schwartz. I would love for you to come. It's so sexy. You know, and Schwartz is like, can I come? I mean, yeah, she's oh, I was like, just talking about, I was talking about serious like, stuff, but so okay. Sad about- <laughs> Sandoval's suicidal thoughts. Anyway, yeah. Wolf is going to be the, the the biggest place to combat dark and impure thoughts is Wolf by Vanderpump in Lake Tahoe. Uh, nine out of ten people have never harmed themselves at Wolf. Like, of oh. course, it's fucking called Wolf. Of like Wolf that's by Vanderpump. Vanderpump. Like. <laughs> Do you think she's just going to take all the chairs that got closed out of Pump and just ship them off to Tahoe? You're going to be literally sitting in, like that big old tree from Pump is just going to be at Wolf. Literal tree. Yeah, like, there's just a yeah. big old tree. I think that's yeah. She'd be like, why? Why do these seats smell like cigarettes and Red Bull? Well, guess I got to go to Tahoe now. Yeah. By the way, I will hundred percent be going to Wolf. Like I, all this making fun of it does not mean I'm not going to go to Wolf. Like, I will definitely. Yeah. It sounds it sounds sexy. It does well, sound if, sexy. If pump, if pump is where you bring your wife and sir is where you bring your mistress, like what's wolf? Yeah. <laughs> wolf is where you no wolf is where you take your relationship of seven months that you're cheating on with your relationship of nine years. Wolf. By the way, at wolf. <laughs> At Wolf, they actually, when they, you make reservations, they do ask you if you are cheating, if you're in a relationship with a mistress, and they, you get preferential treatment if you do bring a mistress to Wolf. You get like half half uh, half off uh, a, a vodka, half, half off a Vanderpump Rosé bottle. And all the men are like going like, Arr! Yeah, they're like, it's like a sausage fest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, see, we brought it back around. We were talking serious stuff, but then we made it, we made it okay and funny again. So we, you, we landed the plane. We landed the plane. Sophie Ross did it once again. Please pray for her wedding and all the work that she has to do, the work ahead of her. And uh, please follow her on Twitter, super follow, do the threads, do the Instagram and uh, anything else coming up for you? No. Um, I think that everyone should see Beekeeper. Honestly, oh I really recommend it. Free Jen Shaw. Free Jen Shaw. Free Jen Shaw. So Bad It's Good is a Betches Media production. The show is hosted and produced by me, Ryan Bailey, with Meditza Lopez and Sandra Fryer. Additional support provided by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Rebecca Steinberg. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Video promotion by Laura Valencia. Be sure to send us your emails at so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com and follow the show at so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey on Instagram. And for additional craziness, go to patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. Stay bad, baddies. Betches.